Okay, we're not gonna do. Was that Sam Smith? I have no idea. (laughs) We're not gonna do TikTok content until my house is done being remodeled because my room is an absolute disaster. Hey everybody, welcome to Comics a la Mode, the podcast that gives our intelligent and quirky take on video games, comic books, and comic book related entertainment. I am Chris. And I'm Russ. And Russ, this is uh this is episode two well, episode twenty, if we go with the uh what is it called? Um Legacy. The legacy. Legacy numbering, numbering but we, episode we decided two, to be season as two, confusing so. as Marvel is. On a regular basis, of course. Like, what else? What else is life if you're not as confusing as Marvel is? Especially with the new episode of Wandavision that came out. It's true, but it was it wasn't confusing. It was actually really, really helpful. It actually, yeah, it actually opened up a lot of um, (laughs) thoughts. Um, Yeah. So today we're going to we promised you guys we'd talk a little bit of comics uh, last week. So we're going to talk King in Black. Yep. Um, Yep. It wasn't a big news week, so we kind of only have like two like small things that we need to talk about, and then we're gonna dive into Wandavision. So yeah, so first piece of news uh, that came out during this week was Zack Snyder cut officially got a date. I believe it's we March know when we're 16th. gonna see it. And um, what are you thinking? I mean, I, I'm I'm excited. I just feel like the the hype has kind of died down since we. We've been waiting for it so well, I long. Think, or or yeah. for you, I don't know what it, it's March eighteenth, I'm sorry. I think I think it's twofold. I think I agree that yes, the it's died down a little bit, but I think that's because um <clears throat> we've known about this for 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 as long as we have. Right. And then he has not given us anything to kind of to to look at. We kind of get we get a little like teases here and there but it's not enough to like get a super super hyped where it's like oh my god this needs to come out right now yeah what i think was probably the biggest i I don't want to say disappointment but one of the bigger things that kind of killed some of the hype for me was hearing that like gal gadot wasn't like shooting doing reshoots um i am really excited to see bat uh ben affleck uh, in the bat suit and kind of see him in more scenes than we hadn't that we haven't seen um, because I, I feel like some of the talk with some people was like, well, it's just going to be the same movie. That's what he said. It's just the same movie. But I'm like, well, yeah, but he filmed two movies in one. So that's why it's four hours long. Yeah. We're also going to see more of Jared Leto's Joker. We're going to see more of Joe Manglioni's um, Deathstroke, um, both of which I'm excited about. And being of the camp that I actually liked, what Jesse Eisenberg did with Lex Luthor. I actually am excited to see what we get of Lex Luthor in this. Right. Um, because he was setting up a um, kind of an in quote unquote, like injustice league. Right. Um, with, so that's really interesting to see. I'm excited to see that. Uh, funny, really quick, funny thing from news. Uh, Denzel Washington had a comment about uh, Jared Leto's method acting. Um, this is from we got this covered.com. Denzel said he had no time for Jared Leto's method acting while shooting a new movie. And then he's quoted in the article saying he didn't do any of that with me. Nah, he he'd have paid been paid a visit. That wouldn't happen. I stayed away from him. <laughs> he stayed away from me ref- respectfully. So like we'd bow or nod from across the highway. Literally one day we nodded across the highway from each other. I'd follow him around. I was outside his apartment sometimes and he didn't know. I won't say anything more about it. I'll put this away. He didn't know. Um, they're, they're suspecting that he was following him around because in the new movie, The Little Things, Denzel plays a veteran detective. So right. probably just to kind of get into the method acting a little bit of it. But um, Jared Leto That's is funny. notorious for being 
so into his role because he's yeah, a method actor. The, we we heard everything coming out of Suicide, Suicide Squad. Squad. Yeah. So so Denzel <laughs> was just he's just not the right guy to mess with, evidently. So I just think that's hilarious um, that they kind of kept distance. He didn't even talk to him, really. Uh, so yeah. I don't know. Anyway, it was a funny, funny little clip of news and. I, I do appreciate um, method acting, but I but I understand that, you know, some people probably just can't can't do that. They're like, just be you, man. Like, I don't, yeah, I don't get it. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, so let's move on to Wanda. King of Black. No, King of Black. All right. Um, <laughs> so issue three, uh, if you guys remember, uh, before we took our break, we talked about King of Black one um, yep. and I had made the comment about not knowing where thor was because with really quick um, if you haven't read any of this spoiler yeah, we're going right into here, spoilers get jump ahead maybe like 30 minutes because we're gonna go into issue one a little bit but for sure two and three so yeah just just letting you know sorry yeah go ahead good call good call um we've been wondering where thor was especially because donny cates is also writing thor right now so we didn't know if the current run of Thor was also happening congruently or at the same time as this. Sure. It's congruently the right word. I don't think it is. Um, but we get our answer in issue three, uh, because he's literally straight on the cover. Um, recap for King of black two. Um, it's called the fall. So at the end of, uh, issue one, yeah. Null rips the Venom symbiote off of Eddie. Yep. And then lets him go and drops him off of like the, essentially the Empire State building. Like that's like how high um <clears throat> of a building Eddie was dropped off of. Um, and he survives the fall somehow. Uh <laughs> issue he, two. He doesn't really survive the fall. It's right. more he so then in issue two. Spidey finds him, grabs right. him, and they get him on tubes. So he's essentially in like a coma. Um, I mean, I I really enjoy that scene because I feel like the common relationship that people associate Spider-Man and Venom with is of a rivalry, and I think it shows more. Especially this Venom series has showed more of a relationship between Peter and Eddie Brock. That is we're we're pretty we're kind of similar in some ways uh we may be opposites personality wise but we both are dads we both really want what's best for our kids and for this for for the people around us you, you don't think so no wait when did spider-man get a kid oh i thought he had a kid no never no. mind all right scratch no. my thought people don't listen to me <laughs> I was like, go ahead wait go ahead Russ. Like, wait what go ahead Russ. um <laughs> I will agree with you though. Um, I think Minus a lot of part. like they they have really worked on the relationship between uh, Eddie Brock and Peter Parker, and I think a lot of it has to do with because Kate's has taken Eddie into a more a very more traditional like antihero, right? Um, uh, like Avenue. Um, because he is a character, he is a character who wants to help others because of his own trauma, and because he doesn't want to be, he doesn't want other people to feel as alone as he does. Right. Um, and now with a kid, like I think a lot of like he now has that responsibility. Where I think that it's been nice to see Eddie and Peter turn into more like. Brothers, brothers who don't yeah. get along yeah um not best friends eddie but being they're brothers like, yeah eddie being like the older brother who is the screw up who's who left the family and is like he's kind of the black sheep of the family and peter kind of the brother who has it more more or less figured out sure. but i just like that i really do like that um that pairing especially because 
we we did so much with like agent venom to try to make the hero or like and using flash thompson to kind of make the venom symbiote a good guy um right so he's on tubes um dylan mm-hmm. they bring dylan out of the um compound thing spider geddon bunker yeah bunker um not a compound which if if you had so that bunker is from uh when morlun attacked spider-man back in it's a storyline called the other um it's a great storyline um morlun kills spider-man and spider-man ends up um resurrecting and so he has to like dig his way out of his own grave it's pretty dope so dylan dylan goes sees his dad and then we cut to kind of eddie what where quote unquote where eddie's at um and we find out that he has essentially died he runs into rex strickland um who was from the very first arc of venom Yes, he's the guy for he's one of the test subjects during Vietnam that yes, they yes. put the um, the the Grendel symbiote on and Rex pretty much tells him, yo, you're dead. Right. What what you are right now is you're essentially a codex copy like this is this is your codex copy in the hive mind. Wait, 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 wait. You're saying in King and Black 2, this is happening. Yeah. No. Pretty sure. That might be in Venom. No, this was King in Black. No, in issue Oh, you two, know what? In issue two, they they it's the Avengers. Oh, you're right. Trying okay, to so sorry. How to, how to so stop this is background. Still. This is background. You're right. This was in the most recent issue of Venom, which is okay. tied into this. Yes. Um This is good to know for me because I haven't read yeah, it. I haven't so, read those. So it follows Eddie and he runs into Strickland. Strickland tells him, yo, you are a codex copy. And so Eddie's like, oh, so I'm that sucks. When you remember, uh, we talked about this when um, there was a time in Venom where the Venom symbiote was not talking. This was right before absolute carnage. Yeah, wasn't talking. Eddie was uh, having to deal with the maker and he got a piece of um. <clears throat> of Flash Thompson's venom suit Got that it. hadn't that that had been like cut off from the regular venom suit. Sure. So when he absorbed it, he has essentially absorbed Flash's codex, and Flash essentially took over like a visage of of Flash took over the venom symbiote, and so we got like this retro this like the comeback of Agent Venom almost right. <clears throat> so essentially that's that, what actually, Eddie yeah. Brock is now. And so they're inside the hive mind. Um actually that Flash sucks. Thompson's Agent Venom shows up and they're apparently going to try and make their way to the central I'm using terms that the sound more the hive, like the central computer, part of the hive. Yeah, computer code. The it's like the central codex of where null is so that what they are going to try to do is they're trying to their plan is to disrupt null's connection with the hive enough that it allows for the symbiotes to be to uh, essentially they're able then they're able to um get symbiotes off of people essentially um so then we go to yeah so then we're now in venom 2 yeah, so Venom 2 is more, or, or, oh, you said Venom. Do you mean King of Black 2? Sorry, King of Black 2. So right. King, King of Black 2 is, I mean, you get Eddie's part of, like, him dying, but more mm. of the story, or in the story, it's more about the Avengers and what they're going to do, well, the remaining Avengers, and then even some, like, outlying heroes, and they end up recruiting, like, or Namor shows up and he's like, all right, well, I'll bring some Atlanteans. And then they even hire some of Kingpin's goons to come and help. They're kind of just deciding, okay, how are we going to make this last ditch effort to get Dylan? Um, 
or to get Eddie back. Figures uh, figured out they couldn't get Eddie back. Um, so Iron Man tries to take over like a, a Grendel dragon kind of thing. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. We get super the, cool uh, we get suit. Iron Man's extremis infected ven- venom suit. Yeah. Which is really dope. Yes, it's really sick. There's like veins, like the uh, symbiote veins kind of all over it. And it's kind of yellowish gray. Oh, yeah, that's um, those are essentially the <coughs> excuse me. Uh, that's essentially the um, extremis. It's like showing the extremis like coursing throughout the suit. Sure. So. Uh- as he uh, as he tries to get this dragon, he kind of realizes um, they can't pass it on to Eddie because Dylan's like, no, you can't. You're killing him. Uh, and, D- and then they find out that Dylan has these abilities um, to, like, dispatch symbiotes completely. And oh, yeah. Out. And that's when then yeah. that's when Eddie flatlines also. Yeah, that's when Eddie dies. That's the end of the issue, really. Dylan is now... They're kind of talking about whether they want Dylan to be fighting or not. I I, I, I knew this was coming. I get it. Uh, I do like it, actually. I, I, I think we all want to see Dylan. But if you think about it, it's like, dang, this is a, this is a teenage kid. And he's got to yeah, go fight like these 15. monsters. Like, that's kind of a bummer um talk about having some issues later on in life but well and that's why like i like the um like think about back to the first issue um when when you get that scene where eddie's just out on the balcony and like he's here and i really don't want to have to go wake up my kid because i don't want to have to tell like tell him that yeah we have to do this like this is he's here and I have to bring you into this world right. because you like, you know, like you are my right. son. So you're stuck with this. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, the coolest I, parts of that issue. Oh, oh uh, blade recruits like a, a, a vampire army in this issue as well. Yes, that's true. Um, I, I think some of the tie ins are going to be fun. I think some of the tie ins are what, what I kind of want to read of this uh, from this. Um, this event because uh, what is there there's like an x-men tie-in there's a deadpool tie-in obviously um um there's namor does namor has one there's a namor uh run there's a captain america one there's um daredevil just had his oh and he actually just got i just I, i was looking at it he got taken over by a symbiote and so now he's um carnage's minion but and because he's daredevil they gave him like these giant horns and it kind of looks cool it kind of looks dope um yeah there's there's gonna be a lot of tie-ins um it'll be interesting to see which ones um are useful i don't Um, don't know if the other characters tie-ins will be as useful as the venom series the venom if you if you're reading king and black and you haven't read the Venom issues. I haven't read the Venom issues. I feel like I'm missing a little bit. Yeah. But I don't feel like I'm not. I'm lost in the story, which is really nice the way they've done this event. The main event yeah. is is really you can follow it easily. The Venom tie-ins are just what you're getting because you're not getting Eddie Brock for issue two and three. But in the Venom right. tie-ins, you're getting Eddie Brock. So, um, yeah, and then so uh, Venom three or not Venom. King of Black number three uh, is essentially, again, it's more of the heroes trying to figure out what their next move is. Right. They're actually, they're trying to plan their course of attack. Now that they know that Dylan has powers, they're trying to figure out how they're going to use him as kind of their secret weapon. Um, And you get that cool moment where Dylan's like rubs his eyes as, as he's like crying over his dad. Sure. And Parker's like, Hey man, like, hey buddy, like, I know, I know this is a rough time right now, but we kind of need you. And he just kind of wipes the tears from his eyes, and you see how just crazy mad he is. And he's like, 
let's do this thing it's got like the venom uh, or the symbiote like twirl if you've been following along yeah. with this venom series the i don't know Knowles sign almost or something like that yeah um and so then they they go out and null has taken over a majority of the avengers yeah um and the so cap. you get dylan versus cap cyclops which is really dope Ooh, the cyclops um, uh, symbiote is so cool and I, I love it i love that dylan just purges cap's shield and starts using cap's shield um against the symbiotes um but this is where null is like oh i see you little one you're the one i want and everybody's starting to get overwhelmed and you think okay null is gonna get dylan and then a crack of lightning <laughs> And Thor shows up, and he's just like, "Nah, nah, 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 nah. You deal with me, bud." Like he kind of does that. He kind of enters the room. He's like, "You know what? You're a god. Pick on someone your own size." Yep, he does. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And uh, they go to town. The interesting part is that throughout this entire thing, we are getting word blurbs, and. When when you're reading them, you think, "Oh, Thor is like, like talking to him." There's a like, narrator. Thor, yeah, but when when Thor shows up, you're thinking, "Oh, this is Thor talking to himself about Null, like giving us context." And oh, you um, thought that? I feel like because Thor's wording, uh, Thor's lettering, I didn't really get that because Thor's lettering is usually in a certain font, right? And and I I agree with that, but the the way it's being said now yes it doesn't sound like thor but the way the the narrator is talking it feels like someone oh. who is battling null currently because they're talking so about the light a lot yeah and yes. so that's where i thought maybe thor was kind of kind of talking or light. someone was or someone close to Thor was talking about Thor's relationship right. with Null and the light because right. um, Thor has dealt with Null, quote unquote, Null before. He's dealt right. with a. Um, like a symbiotic. Uh, he's, yeah, he dealt, he's dealt he's, with he's dealt the with all Grendel. black, the all black sword, which right. is um, what Gore, what Gore the God Butcher used. Um, to become yeah, a, as powerful as he was, um, yeah. It is. So they go at it. The 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 um the panel where he takes Null's jaw off, so sick, is so sick. Um, and it's crazy because like, and that's it, it's funny too because that's where Thor starts to get cocky, and you gotta love Thor. Like, yeah. He is one of the biggest badasses in the Marvel universe, but boy, some times does not know when to just shut up and focus. Finish someone because off. he starts kind of celebrating after he sh just destroys Null's job or right. jaw. Sorry, job. And job. Uh, this is where the Null pulls the all black sword out. Yes, and stabs Har uh, Thor through the chest. Yeah. Um. And we also find out that uh, Null is bringing oh, the yeah. two, um, <clears throat> the two celestials that he took out over oh. under con over control of. Um, he's bringing those back online, and so you think it's you think it's the end of the world. And Tony Stark comes flying through on his Extremis dragon. And just full sends it right into the celestial, into one of the celestials. Right, and I love the I love the moment because he's like, "Well, Mister Fantastic, you've played Rock'em Sock'em Robots," and he just he Such essentially takes control say. of the other the other celestial, yeah. and starts playing Rock'em Sock'em Robots with the other celestial. That's so funny. Which is so good. We we end up um, learning that the the narration it's like a blue it's blue um text, but the yeah. Narration, so at the very 
the very last panel. Yeah, the narration ends up being uh, it starts to talk about uh, Thor did his best kind of thing. And then um, but it says, but Dylan is the answer because Dylan is using the source of the light that has defeated the abyss before. Um, That's not a direct quote, but that's kind of what the gist of it is. And so Dylan isn't necessarily the answer. The light that he is. Uh, yeah, whatever he's driving his power to. from is going to be what defeats Null, and then Silver Surfer Black comes in, saying, uh, comes in, and it reveals that he's been the one narrating this whole entire issue. Yeah. Um, and he's like, "But I have a like, I have like a way to to break he, the shell. Yeah, he can get in in through the shell yes. if the light, the quote unquote light, which we still don't know what this light is. If the light can't get in." He still can. And right. I think a lot of that has to do with. So Donny Cates wrote uh, Silver Surfer Black, which essentially is Silver Surfer gets essentially transported back to the beginning of time. And he essentially battles Null to help the universe become uh, come into existence. And he it's actually really funny because he teams up with ego the living planet to battle null and null is the reason that he has lost his shine like he no longer is silver he is of like a very muted dull like gunmetal gray almost yeah um and so as thor is like is taking his last breath having an all the all black sword shoved through his chest he sends the Ravens, which I will never try to say their names. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know how to say their names. But he sends the Ravens and says, find him. Right. And what we find out is he was, he sent them to go grab, to go get Silver Surfer. Silver so Surfer. this is really cool because Silver Surfer has defeated him in the past. And now that I think about Silver Surfer Black, I wonder if Ego the Living Planet is also going to have to do with something in this. Right. And maybe is connected to the light, you know? I need to I need to read Silver Surfer Black. I feel like it'll help me a little bit with some of the context for this book. Yeah. I have it just sitting there in my Marvel account, but it's, I just it's haven't read so it. It's so good. It is so good. And it's cool too because so much of this, like so much of the story that is playing out in this book is from like all of Kate's runs. Right. Like so much of this. Um for example, like one of the characters that um Donny Kate's brought back in Guardians of the Galaxy was Wraith. And what we found out is he's essentially like a symbiote bounty hunter. Sure. And in Tales of the venom verse or whatever you want to call it web of venom no, can't think huh web web of, of venom. venom thank you yeah in a web of venom issue he actually meets up with eddie and t- and gives him like some intel oh, yeah, which like they that. actually go through i think in this that's what issue? they're 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 gonna use that like it's like a hard drive or something they're gonna use that. yeah that hard drive that Wraith gave him for something either. I think to right. bring back Eddie somehow or something like that. Yeah. I, um, I'm not entirely sure. Um, yeah, I'm not quite sure. So this, uh, this series is so good. Is um, Thor the Thor that's in this King and black three. Is it the same Thor from yeah. the Donny Kate series? So yes. does it tie in? I, so my, I think, I think what this is the classic case of is that, this is happening either down down the line of the timeline or before whereas thor is happening at a different time in the timeline and then they will ensure they'll figure Um, it out yeah um all right (laughs) who knows yeah that's fine um yeah uh if you have not checked out king and black do it it's gonna be sad when this comes to an end um because the aftermath of this is essentially going to be Donny Cates 
and Ryan Stegman's last uh, last issue on Venom. Yeah. So, but at least we is, got it, you know. Like I, I, I feel like this is a, this is like a cornerstone. Oh, this uh, is gonna be a building block of the character of Venom for our, for years to come. His yeah. story this is, is going also to be gonna be a run. This, this is also gonna be a run that like people do not like. This is like gonna be a titular run yeah. as as uh, Ta-Nehisi Coates' mm-hmm. Black Panther is a titular run for black panther's character yeah as um uh hickman's run on fantastic four is going to be a titular run of him or on the for the fantastic four um i think this is going to be one of those runs that you when you think of venom you in you go oh the best run of venom is the donny cates ryan stegman run yep um 100 percent which is saying something because obviously, you know, Todd McFarlane has always been the titular like Venom artist. Sure. Um and that 90s Ven- the 90s Venom. Um I mean the 90s but, yeah. Venom look is still cool, but this was oh, just 100%. a different level. And like you can level. you you can see the um you can see that Stegman took a lot of hints yeah, from the, the 90s Venom. For sure. Um but I like the fact that they that they decided, hey, we want we want a Venom that looks still like a dude, um, right? Rather than turning into like a Hulk, right? Uh, but yeah, yeah, it's it's been a it's been a cool so, series for me to even get into. I, I you know I'm I've only been reading X Men for the most part, so it's been fun to kind of sneak away and read some Venom on the same and and to see some characters from the x-men runs jumping into this too oh into this event. which fun news too um if you guys have been following marvel they're holding elections right now for oh. who for is going to be joining the x-men team and they have like polaris they oh. have uh, marrow they have armor and a bunch of other things on top of that gene gray and cyclops got new suits gosh i haven't seen any of this uh which is dope yeah once i once donny kate stops taking my money for venom i'm gonna get back into um x-men gosh darn it <clears throat> i think i'm done collecting the comics i might just buy them digitally now yeah because i kind of finished I, that dude, run I'm with, telling you, with uh i only buy the only ones that i buy in physical is like king and black like ones that i want the art like ones that i like the the cover and I know. I I just really I like that I have a whole series. Like I followed oh, yeah. an arc, and I have 100%. a whole arc, right? Uh, and that's why I, that's why I like uh having you know um house some powers of X, right? Um, but it, but the nice thing is too, like those are smaller um arcs, runs, right? Um, um yeah go ahead so and pick yeah. up pick up pick up uh king and black if you haven't read it up, read some it up, venom it if you haven't read it it's probably the omnibus is out and that'll give you pretty much if you didn't want to buy this issues after that it'll give you almost all the story until yeah. dylan's story kind of comes into play a little bit more um but it'll be but interesting yeah. to see uh when we wrap this all up it'll be interesting to see if whoever takes on venom next maybe doesn't even touch well, actually, we still have to see what the aftermath of this all is. But I have a high suspicion that the next Venom run could be just focused on Dylan. Sure. Um, sure. Which could be interesting. All right, he let's could also talk. be a young Avenger or something, too, if they want True. to put him in a group. All right, but, WandaVision. Uh, let's, let's talk WandaVision for a couple Spoiler minutes. Spoiler alert um, now. Spoiler We're alert. We're going to talk about Spoiler the episode. Alert. So. Spoiler alert. But episode four encompasses. Okay. If you oh. if you have been struggling with this show, you this aren't entire anymore. time, you're not anymore. Yeah. Uh, episode four puts episode one, two, and three into context in it's a nice such a bow good on way. Top of the plot line, like. Almost, you know, I almost want to say if you did not enjoy the first three episodes, watch episode four. Yep. And then go back and watch the first three episodes. 
Dang, um, I wish I would have said that at the beginning instead of spoiler alert. Because what? Like, I feel like people should know that instead of just skipping oh. this part of the episode. <clears throat> watch well, this can... episode and then watch the other. Three. We'll we'll uh we'll put it out on Instagram. Um. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. We got an Instagram. Because yeah, because this this is. Like, this episode runs, like, very much like a Marvel. Like, this is Marvel. Like, you instantly are like, okay, yeah, now we're back. Like, this is, this feels familiar. Um, So, it essentially takes, it takes place where, does it start out with Monica Rambeau blipping back? Or does it start out? Uh, Yeah, yeah, it does. Okay. It starts with her so, her story after the blip. Talk about a back dope from Tony. Talk about a dope uh, way to start an episode oh, is essentially in the aftermath of Tony snapping his fingers at the end of Endgame. Oh, and saying, actually, that would be I... the Hulk snap. Oh, you're right. The so Hulk it would snap. be Hulk. So at the coming off of Hulk snapping his fingers to bring everybody back into existence. So you start off with her essentially phasing back into reality yes and then she's in a hospital room because her mom was in the hospital who What's her, her mother, mother is captain marvel's best friend from Some, captain marvel something ran i'll look it up but go ahead yeah keep going. It's something rambo um and she's just running around a hospital frantically running around because people are just all of a sudden blipping back in um that was dope. Like honestly, like that was such a sick scene. Maria Rambo. I'm so happy that they like that they thought of that because it, it just shows the chaos that it would have brought into the world. Exactly. Uh, when these people just randomly show back up, and it also it's also interesting to see how like what what happened, like what people who were blipped out of existence all of a sudden remember. And right. like, we got that with, obviously we got that with Spider-Man where he's like one minute I was here. And then the next minute I just all of a sudden show back up. And then all of a sudden, uh, uh, Dr. Strange said it had been five years. And then, uh, he opened up a portal and now I'm here. Whereas right. like, that's the Superman. That's like the super person explanation of what happened. Whereas, we get to see what the everyman is kind of feeling um, when right. they get blipped back into existence. The everyday person. Yeah, so um, the coolest part, uh, well, she was visiting her mom. So Maria, it turns out, had passed away two years after. Um, Maria had been battling cancer for a while. And so Monica was visiting her. And then that's when she gets blipped back in into the same room that she was visiting her mom in. So Maria Rambo had to deal with two years of not knowing where her daughter went before she died of cancer, which is super tragic. Uh, just what a way to really bring in this character's story, because um, we don't really know anything about Monica Rambo other than what we got in Captain Marvel. So it's really nice to just instead of just get this random like, OK, Monica Rambo's in the WandaVision TV series, we get her story. So it. Yeah. Uh, she's like panicking, trying to figure out what's where her mom went. Turns out she's dead. Um, so prior to what we figure out is prior to the the snap, Thanos' snap, sword had been being developed, if not already developed for a few years. So Monica has been part of sword and she goes back to her offices and she kind of gets reintroduced into sword and what it's become over the last five years that she's been gone. It turns out or she she joined sword because a lot of it was more about exploration, observation and repelling uh, threats as opposed to what sword is kind of I guess sword was kind of hinting at the director was kind of hinting at this idea that they're innovating and they're changing their idea yeah, because of the uh, extraterrestrial threats that could come yeah so it's sentient weapon observation and response division yes so what they started their their start was essentially 
because Maria was best friends with Captain Marvel yes. and dealt with all of the scroll, like dealt with learning that her best friend is essentially a space, a, a space Kree. knight. Yeah. Um. They were create. They created Sword as a way to, um, protect. Be Earth. better prepared. Yeah. When the blip happened, they realized that they weren't prepared. <laughs> yes, and the new director and was. They, yeah, is, they is started with going Monica. into the direction of robots, of essentially creating robots. Yeah, I went um, back and looked at the scene. So when they're walk, they're walking through, kind of like a hangar, and people yeah. are working on on something. Uh, I couldn't see what it was, but they they even did a close up on it. So if you're a Marvel fan and you maybe have some more context in on this, please let me know. Um, Chris and I had this discussion where yeah. I kind of said that I uh, there I have this feeling. There's a rumor going around that this show is going to end with Wanda essentially doing the reverse house of M, which in house of M, she says no more mutants and cuts the mutant population in, in to a third of what it used to be. Um, Sorry. So what the rumor is, is that at the end of this show, she is going to say, let essentially let there be mutants yeah something of the sort probably and mutants are going to come into existence or going to become more of a thing than they already are um and so so my thought was the fact that sword the first thing says sentient uh, sentient my first thing when i saw that robot that they like whatever they were building is that they may be the people who build sentinels the sentinels and so my idea is that what maybe what happens is that there is a rogue division it it doesn't even have to be sword but it could be that they create sentinels for the purpose of keeping an eye on this new population of of superhumans yep and oh then someone then it goes rogue or something so that we rogue. don't have to be like sword doesn't have to turn into like a a hydra scenario um yeah but we also then get sentinels yeah so, i think the uh i think it'll be nice to get a proper sentinels uh kind of movie because of i know that first class definitely glazed over it and then by days of future past the sentinels had been adapted to be these crazy or the like their final form essentially other than uh, but then we got the creation of the sentinels in days of future past right i I, I just think i think it'll be more of a a drawn out are you um, hating on days of future past right now no 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 I'm just saying that I, I think we haven't are. gotten we haven't gotten like a sentinel story where it's drawn out into the development of the sentinels over uh, time as opposed to like here's type here's a pro, uh the first sentinel and then here's right, the last okay. one yeah, that kills all the means. So I think it'll be interesting to see how those start to play in with the mutant story if this is the way they're going, which it seems True. like they are. Yeah. Um going so then yeah go ahead you yeah go. so then she um finds out that she is essentially grounded yeah um she is no not space. allowed to go into space for uh, a little which bit she's, which she's for yeah for a little bit and find out that it was systems put in place by her mother for because her mother believed that they would come back people would come back and she felt that it would be detrimental that like those astronauts having just experienced a highly uh, a very cosmic event would essentially she's just she's essentially she created she's watching out for um, their mental health <laughs> yeah it's it's to help PTSD is essentially sure. what she just for what she sure. did yeah um so <laughs> the the acting director is like yo i need you to go um help the fbi with this thing yeah monica's not gonna get a break from anything that's traumatic 
<laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. And I love this moment because she's like, all right, fine. You have to, like, he's like, yo, you have to go accompany one of our drones to help yeah. the FBI with this thing. Yeah. She's like, all right, fine. She begrudgingly goes to the middle of nowhere. Oh, good work. To meet good up job. with this FBI agent. And and who it is, who is it other than the Randall Park, baby. Let's Randall go. Park from Ant-Man, which right. I love that so much. Uh, agent um, Wu, right? Yeah. So yes. good. Yes. Um, he's such an awkward so, character. <laughs> he's so, so awkward. awkward. Uh, so they yeah. are, find out that there is that there's like a localized amnesia for this town of Westview not existing. And then you find out that there's this type of force field around it. Uh, Monica kind of touches it. Oh, gets... Excuse me. Yawn. Monica kind of touches it and it sucks her in. Yep. So then Park essentially calls in the big guns. They set up like a, a whole um, sword testing, FBI testing facility, sword facility outside, which is very reminiscent of the facility that that shield created around um, Mjolnir. Oh, back okay. in Thor one. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, and so, and then you get the introduction, the reintroduction of Kat Dennings' character. Yes. Yes. Which is it I Marcy love... or Darcy? It's Darcy. Uh, it's Darcy. Darcy yeah, Lewis? I think it's Darcy. Yeah. Um, and so she is an astrophysicist. Yep. She's an astrophysicist. Uh, they call her in for her special, uh, for her specialty, um, and she is the one who find who kind of realizes that whatever is happening inside of Westview is essentially running like a sitcom. Yeah, and so she she's like, I need old TV, which means it's not flat. <laughs> so, and then you just see her and Randall essentially watching TV. Yeah, <laughs> like watching her. It really um, walks us through every episode. What's going on yeah, in every episode? So yeah, every little thing that has caused Wanda to have a little issue with, uh, like either saying no or, or yeah. Whatever so it may there's be. scenarios. They find the well, drone. We know why. And the that's the interesting part. Is like they see the drone, and then all of a sudden, like the the playback or what they're seeing cuts forward like nothing happened. Yeah. And so it happens again when Randall when they are like, "Oh, she's next to a radio." Yep. Try to try to gain contact. Right. So what they realize is that Wanda is like censoring essentially the show. Well, they don't realize um, it until the last time. Yeah. They they don't realize it until they realize that Monica says Ultron. Yeah. And um and then all of a sudden she's no longer there. And we finally um, see that scene in And then in we real finally see that scene as well. in real time. Because in and episode Wanda, three we didn't see how Monica was disappeared essentially. Right. And so what we find out is that Wanda's doing this. It doesn't look like she is being coerced into doing this Dude. or anything. It honestly looks like she just had a full-on mental break oh my God. from losing vision and has completely snapped. Dude, the horror vibes when Vision walks into the house for the first time after yeah, the, she sends Monica out. he's got Monica that crater in his head. And it's the, it's the body. It's his body. Yeah. But she's creating the reality around his dead body. I was like, oh, it, 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 it gave me, me out. so there's this, me there's this Ryan Reynolds movie um, where he is a serial killer and he like he plays this guy what? who is super in love with Anna, this this character um, acted by Anna Kendrick and um, his house is an absolute mess. He decapitates people when they come over to his house. And then puts their head in the fridge. But in his reality, his house looks amazing. 
And every time he opens up his fridge, he talks to the heads right. and the heads talk back to him. Right. But then when you see someone else's perspective, his house is full of flies. There's literally headless corpses just sitting on a couch. Right. And, and his fridge is full of flies because there are literal decapitated heads sitting in his fridge that doesn't work. Right. Um, it gave me those kind of vibes, which that's a funny movie. Which actually. I mean, you know, it's not far from that, but Wanda can actually create her own reality. So yeah. even though there is a physical element to her reality, everything she's seeing is happening in her own mind and to other people because she has the power to sway reality for others as well. So yep. that, that makes it interesting too for mutants because what's it going to look like when speed or when Bobby and Tommy grow up, are they going to be actual people? Did she create people with her mind or is she just creating a reality um, yeah. that's that's false and it doesn't exist? But I don't think well, it's, it, it's not going to gonna exist because her powers are way stronger than that. Yeah. So we'll it's also going to be interesting to see how fast these kids grow because she had a baby within she had like she went through a nine month process in a week. Yeah. From what the TV, what what the show said. Right. Um. So. It'll be interesting to see if these kids grow up quick and then if we keep them around, if they start showing powers in this show. They for sure will. And then we keep them around for like a young Avengers movie. Right. Because that's always been the thing is like people have been talking about the young Avengers, but I'm like, there's not enough of people. Like, yes, we have Kate Bishop coming in. We yes, Iron we have Miss Marvel. And we have Ironheart. But that's and then we're going to get uh, uh, America Chavez. Oh, I guess yeah. We would She's have America Chavez. Too. That's four. Yeah. So if we have Bobby and Tommy, Tom, Tommy and Billy, Billy and Tommy, yeah, Billy is yeah, wicked. Billy and Tommy, Tommy is that's speed. six, seven, right? So that actually, or six, that actually makes yeah, that'd be more perfect. of a team. That'd be a perfect team. Um, so that's gonna be really interesting. Like, I know that this is probably a, a little episode. ways off, just because. Um, we have Tom Holland Spider-Man and he is in high school and yes he while he is an Avenger um, he still is like a kid right but man they're really like they like this would be perfect time to bring Miles Morales in Ooh, well I mean we're getting a Spider-Verse movie pretty much so we'll see and, and if they do that I'd they I want them to go traditional. I want them to go traditional Miles Morales. Okay. I want them to bring in like some kid to play a 13 year old kid. Sure. Who's because rookie doesn't in, really know when Miles this. when Miles is first introduced, he is literally like a freshman in high school. I mean, technically, Donald Glover is his uncle, so he could exist in the mcu already and yeah, it's been exactly. years after well and that he said he already said that he has a nephew right so, so like it, he exists we yeah. just we just don't know if he had like he hasn't got inspired powers or and the young avengers like led by miles morales would be really cool um well he doesn't they don't even have i honestly if you're gonna have the young avengers i want them run i kind of want them run by kate bishop i think that'd be a really interesting dynamic sure sure um she she is the older one i i mean Haley steinfeld is definitely the more veteran actress out of that group and especially out of that team yeah like, out of all i the don't actors. know who they're picking for america chavez i don't know right. if they already cast her but she is the oldest one out of that boat um and i think it'd be really interesting to have like to have her be <laughs> to have her be mentored by hawkeye and then essentially leading a team, I think that'd be really an interesting dynamic and really interesting to see like how her character reacts. Right. Um, but yeah, that's also like that's why I would love to see like plus the nice if you have a younger, a younger, younger Miles Morales, you don't run the risk of having Tom Holland, Spider-Man, and Miles Morales feeling like they're treading the same ground. Sure. 
because with Miles Morales being like, if he's say he's 13, like he can go through his own growing pains as Spider-Man and it feel a little different. Um, Now that being said, I don't think that they're going to bring Miles Morales around for a couple years. Sure. And that's fine. And We're getting do, a lot of characters. I think they're also going to bring coming in like a version of Miles that is the same age as Peter. Sure. Maybe they could be more buddies. Um overall episode 4 is really good. It if you if you have not liked the first 3, watch episode 4. Then yeah. I I almost want to even go back and watch 1 2 3 just yeah. to see little kitschy things coming in. Um I I think I think this series as soon as episode 4 dropped it it t- turned it all around especially Honestly, with the final parts like showing that Wanda is the one doing this. Yeah, I would almost honestly say if you if you say you even stopped watching it after the first two episodes you were like nope, I can't do this. This is dumb. Right. Like I'm not a fan and stopped watching it. I would watch episode 4 first and then go back and watch 1, 2 and 3. Because honestly, episode four still feels like an episode one. Sure. And I think if you are not a a fan, if you want a more traditional viewing, I think you watch episode four and then go back and watch episode one, two, and three. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, I mean, you could do I would it never. I would way, never suggest that in any other show. This show, but the it, way it this show is set up. I mean, um, episode four almost plays like an episode one anyway, because of the way right. they introduce Monica Rambo's character. Exactly, and that's exactly why. That's, that's exactly what we left why I off think is from the could. blip. Exactly. So my final thought is, um, I was thinking about this last night as I was on the toilet. I I was thinking about because I really love Scott Derrickson, but I was thinking about why they may have had a falling out. And I think this episode gave us some context because that jump scare with Vision's dead corpse standing there in front of Wanda was creepy. I think Scott Derrickson would have taken things in, in, he wanted in Doctor Strange even further with stuff like that. So... I think with yeah. Sam Raimi coming in and being the new director for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, Sam Raimi has more of those. He has jump scares, but there's more huge. Like it, it, it's not. It's toned down. It's not as. It's a lighter. It's a lighter version of creepy. It's like a hack and slash horror yeah, game, like Dead exactly. Rising or something. You it's know, campy. it's not. It's yeah, more campy. It is not going to be like the Conjuring universe or Sinister exactly. that Scott Derrickson did direct. So. Exactly. I understand. I I still hate that Scott Derrickson had to leave, but I understand it a little bit more now, and and more comfortable I would love, with the direction where they might be going with the Doctor Strange movie. Yeah, and honestly, like with with the news that Deadpool three is happening and it will be rated R and it is coming, it, Marvel is going to be making this. I could see a world where down the line we they rehire Derrickson for sure. a different role. Yeah. If they didn't burn bridges. If if because we don't we're not entirely sure how that relationship the way that relationship ended because right. yes we know that they they parted ways because of creative differences. But if it ended m- worse than what people are saying, right. obviously there's no option for him to be brought back. Like in the same, like in the way that they ended things with Edgar Wright, like that, like that kind of ending. Um, but if they didn't end badly, I would like, we're getting, we're going to be bringing Blade on screen. There are a lot of opportunities for a very horror centric um, Marvel film that can be rated R. Um, and I think. I think Derrickson could could come back, but that's again that's only if they didn't burn bridges. Sure. Um, but yeah, I uh, love the show. The show finally is coming into its own. Yeah, I am super hyped for the next episode. Um, Five more. All right. Wait. This was issue four. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So five more. So um, 
Yeah. But that's, that's all for that's all for now, folks. Yeah. Thanks for um, listening. Go go watch WandaVision. Yep. Go read King and Black. Um next week message we'll us on, talk about WandaVision again. King and Black message us on Instagram. Doesn't come out for a while. So yeah, King and Black 4 doesn't come out for probably a month. Yeah, mid February. Um, yeah. So I will I'll be talking about other comics. Two, um, two weeks, yeah. This is your friendly reminder that if you are a Spider-Man fan, um, Mark Bagley is the greatest Spider-Man artist of all time. Just <laughs> just so you all know. Um but yeah. Hope you guys have a rest, a great rest of your week. Um, y'all be listening to this soon um and we will catch you on the flip side kept you on the flippity flop all right later yeah